met another episode of Fraudcast. This time with the topic Career Talks. In this podcast, we put you, our colleagues, in the spotlight. First Career Talks is about your career stories. What does growth mean to you? And how do you experience this within Frisk? So, today we're welcoming our first guest, a colleague that has been in Frisk for almost six years, a fanatic CrossFitter, and if you would have ever met him at the coffee machine, he'd probably make you feel you woke up at an Italian coffee bar drinking the finest cafe. We welcome Marco Mancino. Hi, Kirsten. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome, Marco. Thank you for participating in our first Career Talks podcast. Looking forward to getting to know you a bit better today. Um, so, Marco, as you, as you probably know and saw today in the office, we have a lot of new colleagues. Can you do a short intro of yourself for them also to know who we're talking to? Yeah, sure. Well, you already mentioned my name, Marco Mancino, Italian, born Italian, of course, uh, 33 years old, almost. Uh, I moved to the Netherlands, I think, uh, eight years ago, more or less, for my uh, study career. And uh, after graduating and taking my master in Amsterdam, I was uh, looking for a job and uh, Fries uh, was uh, very welcoming and uh, I can't leave anymore. Okay, cool. So now we know who you are. Uh, so what made you sign up for this podcast, The Career Talks? Yeah, well, I saw the email looking for volunteers and I think that uh, my transformation of my um, job responsibilities in these six years uh, suited pretty well the topic of the interview and uh, I think it was very valuable to share my point of view. Yeah, cool. So thank you for signing up and being the first one, kicking it off. So let's talk about your career step because you went from a tester, you started as a tester to a consultant. How did that happen for you? How did this process went? Yes, so um, indeed my background uh, with my studies is mainly business and uh, management consulting actually, uh, but I was always been interested in IT. Uh, therefore, the opportunity I freeze uh, try to fight fraud, uh, but at the same time, Freeze is a very IT company, uh, was really uh, giving me the opportunity to learn more about uh, the IT. And that's why I decided to start in the development team uh, as a tester, there was this opening as a tester. Um, but then, do growing uh, as a tester for a couple of years, uh, I was um, I was definitely more interested uh, in, uh, in the fighting fraud more than the uh, technical background behind it and uh, Frizz was giving me the opportunity to change it they uh, valued my my knowledge and my uh, my choice and they were definitely able to uh, put me in the right track so then I started to follow a couple of courses I started to go with a couple of colleagues uh, to some trips to, uh, to clients I liked it yeah. consultants like me and it was a click <laughs> But how did that happen? So did you express your interest to your, at that time, manager or how? I have to say that it was a, um, a common decision. So my manager at the time uh, really noticed more interested in the business side of Fris. Uh, Pepine. Uh, Pepine at the time, yes. Uh, he definitely noticed my, my interest in the business as my more like client-oriented uh, uh, view. Um, and at the same time, me myself, I was feeling a little bit limited in the technicality because uh, indeed, uh, um, I, I was just uninterested in IT. I was not like graduated in IT, were not my studies. Uh, so definitely I found some limitation over there. Uh, but, um, you know, 
I also lear learned fast, so I was able to catch up quickly. Mm -hmm. But at some point, uh, it was clear, both for me and for my manager, that my future was laying somewhere else. And uh, he did uh, everything in his power to... Yeah. Yeah. So summing up, it is actually for you clearly expressing your interests to your, yeah, to your manager and to, uh, to the team in what you want. And how do you experience cha uh, chances in general in Frizz? Yeah, so I like the, um, the, the way that we can talk openly about that with our managers. Uh, to me, it happens, uh, well, I have meetings with my manager uh, almost uh, every month. And uh, we always talk a little bit about career development uh, and such. And uh, um, every time I express some more interested in something, uh, the manager doesn't put me down. Uh, but uh, he always try to go to the root and to try to see if that can bring some value both to me and to the company itself. Yeah. So I, I really experienced it very um, in a proactive way. To be honest, uh, yeah. From both sides, so from, from both you sides, proactive yeah. and also from your manager. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, good to hear. Cool. And we had uh, conversations before, and then you explained also the reason why you moved from Italy to the Netherlands, not only for your education but also because of career growth opportunities. Can you elaborate a bit more for our listeners? Yeah. Uh, so for me, it was uh, was a completely different world when I came uh, from Italy to the Netherlands. Uh, I used to work in Italy uh, for 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 a bank, uh, for some offices, uh, and over there is a very uh, top-down uh, hierarchy. Uh, well, over here in Frist, already from the start, I could notice it was uh, mainly flat uh, hierarchy. Uh, I could have uh, lunch next to the CEO, for example. Uh, I could uh, easily work next to my manager. And those were all things that in Italy you, you can't even imagine. You know, your manager has his own office. Uh, yeah. You have to knock the door to, to, to be able to enter, to talk with him. Uh, while uh, over here at Frist, uh, you could just meet someone at the coffee machine and just start to talk no matter what's your role or uh yeah. yeah so the idea for you in the netherlands of career growth is much faster yeah definitely also for what concerns responsibilities uh, i would say that in italy before you really get uh, responsible of something uh, you really 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 have to uh, grow your experience for ages yeah. uh while over here already at Frist, in my first month i was already getting some kind of responsibilities that uh, in italy i could just dream of yeah. so it was nice to to, to feel uh, uh empowered by uh that feeling yeah yeah i can also imagine it feels a bit uh new and that you might be afraid also to take that responsibility if you worked in italy before how was that for you at the beginning yes at the start indeed i was uh, i was afraid at the start of course uh, because i really came in uh, i was uh, of course uh, followed by by a body of course uh, but i was doing things on my own that was already uh, yeah ma making an impact uh, to to clients uh, to colleagues uh, and 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 of course at the start it was af af making me a little bit afraid uh but then uh, i think the uh, the best thing that happened to me is that my body actually uh, went on holiday uh, in the first month and I really had to uh, solve things myself. Yeah. So I really needed to get to colleagues myself. I really needed to um, really make, uh, uh, make me accountable for the things that I was doing. Uh, and that really empowered. Yeah, it really empowered me. And then uh, the feelings of uh, being afraid went away. And uh, there was more the feeling of being responsible for what I was doing. Uh, and, uh, and I liked it. Uh, well, you never know about the future, of course, uh, but I have to say that at the moment uh, I really like uh, to stay here. Yeah. Career-wise, you like? Career-wise, uh, a little bit less uh, weather-wise, but... I can uh, 
completely agree with that. Yeah, okay, cool. Hey, and um, what would you advise fellow Frisk colleagues that might be open for a new step or a horizontal vertical, but don't know how to start the process? Yeah, so for me, what I would advise is to be proactive, uh, not to be scared about uh, the possible jump. Um, try, just really try. Of course, uh, um, being proactive also means uh, try to grow yourself. So try to make some uh, courses of things you like, try to get interested in the things you like. Uh, uh, don't be afraid of talk openly about that with your manager um, and, and, and really try to find a common way to, 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 to keep doing what you're doing. But at the same time, try to experience a little bit of the new position that you would like to have in order to evaluate also if that's what you like or not. Uh, and uh, and then again, when there is the opportunity, take it. Yeah, so just go for it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And do you see that happening in Frizz a lot? I do see that uh, happening in Frizz uh, most of the time, at least. Um, of course, I, I believe that uh, uh, dreams also need to be uh, backed up by, by your own uh, um, indeed expertise and your own uh, will to, to achieve that. Uh, so things don't come out of nowhere, that's for sure. Uh, but I do think that in Freeze uh, we really share uh, openings uh, also before internally, for example. So if you are interested, you could ask for it. Uh, um, and, and I think like, yeah, I think at least for my experience of what I see, I think that it's pretty possible. Yeah. Okay, good to hear. Hey, and a bit out of the box question, but uh, probably you also have completely different career aspirations if you would not be a consultant or not be working at Frizz, like a completely different industry or job. What would that be if you could choose everything? Okay, yeah, interesting question. Well, for me, like uh, uh, when, when I exited the university, when I exited my master in management consulting, I was a little bit uh, um, disappointed about the business and the consulting world in particular. Uh, I just saw a lot of money going on, uh, uh, high bills uh, for a little time of work about that. So I was uh, a little bit disappointed and uh, my interest in uh, green economy and sustainability actually grew more. Um, at the time, though, I was very an expert of that and also the time was a little bit different than nowadays. Not so many people, I mean, people were just starting to talk about that. So, uh, it was not that important. And uh, but, but I do believe that fighting fraud as freeze also is, is a way of being sustainable. I mean, uh, uh, still helps uh, the society in a way of being uh, better. Yeah. Uh, so I think that somehow I achieved that. But of course, uh, do something nice for this planet would also be something that I would be interested on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So there's not something like completely different, like for example, Claudio, also your friend that worked here, that thought, okay, I want to start a bed and breakfast. Um, well, yeah, I mean, uh, as an Italian, I think uh, food culture and uh, tourism has always been part of me, of course. Uh, and and uh, especially for me, I really like cooking. Uh, and uh, I know it's difficult, but perhaps uh, putting up some kind of like a tiramisu shop, that's ah, something I would really like to do. I would be uh, Yeah, no, indeed, indeed, of course. That's that's also, but you know, like these are not things that you can do uh, by yourself when you organize like a restaurant or a shop, then of course you also have to rely. And on that part, I'm a little bit scared because I'm a little bit of a control freak uh, in the kitchen. So, yeah. yeah. So how is that with your uh, girlfriend? She allowed to cook or is it a... Uh, Let's say that, yeah, I am the kitchen manager. So uh, she's not allowed in the kitchen except with a permission. Uh, yeah. 
Ah. And how is she feeling about that? Well, at the start, I think she didn't like it. But after a couple of days <laughs> eating what I was preparing, because I prepare both lunch and dinner so, all the time. So after that, she was pretty satisfied. And right now, she's not even thinking about stepping a foot in the kitchen. She just uh, let me do my things. She knows I do groceries. She knows I clean the kitchen. You know, that's my part of the house. And she trusts me on that. Yeah. yeah. So private chef. I don't think a lot of people would say no to that. No, indeed. I think that she's quite happy. Yeah. So uh, interesting to know, a lot of different uh, things making tiramisu, being more sustainable. So I think that maybe are things people don't know about you yet, our first colleagues. No, indeed. I don't think I share much of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, another question that I also asked you uh, to think about before. If, you, if your next step would be the role of, uh, of Jeroen, of CEO. What, yeah. would, what would your first move be? So indeed, uh, when, when you asked me this question, uh, I was a little bit puzzled because indeed, like, uh, what does a CEO do? Uh, it's, it's a really broad job, to be honest. And, you know, my, my set of answer could vary from spending money. I think that's maybe the most exciting <laughs> part of a CEO, of course. Uh, but as CEO, I think you also have to, um, to, to, to create some vision and to empower people and to uh, make them feel good also coming to the workplace. Uh, at the same time, also making them feel responsible, uh, trying to enable uh, more sharing in the company. So um, I was evaluating a couple of answers, of course, uh, going from buying Italian free suits uh, for every people, uh, <laughs> meeting clients, for example, that uh, could be a suggestion. Uh, but I think like... Uh, uh, if I would really be CEO for a day or something like that, uh, I would really like to establish a mechanism when everybody in Frisa, we have uh, very smart people in Frisa. Yeah, we, we try to hire the best that we can, right? So I would really try to um, establish a mechanism that everybody just share what they are good at. Uh, that can be anything, you know, from some technical stuff, you know, like a developer could be uh, share, uh, share what they are master at. Uh, marketing people could share what they are very good at. But at the same time, you know, a person could also share tra tra traits of uh, his or her own personality. So um, I don't know how you handle complex situation or how you handle big uh, problems. And, you know, making some kind of like a workshop uh, or some kind of presentations about it. Uh, yeah. So also to get to know more each other but also to really share knowledge help other people yeah it's um, yeah. a complex role huh? CEO you already mentioned so many things but would that be an aspiration of yours because I asked you to prepare it but uh... all right yeah <laughs> uh, would that be an inspiration that's an interesting question I mean I would say uh, from from what concern like uh, uh, envision something I would no, really it would like be it an aspiration. so would you want to be a uh... Would I like to be CEO? Yeah. Maybe in the future, but uh, from uh, great powers also comes great responsibilities, right? Uh, so you need to be ready to take uh, to take it upon uh, you, of course. Uh, maybe in the future. No more time for making tiramisu, I think, if you're... I think I will still try <laughs> to find that time, yeah. Okay, so uh, Marco is a CEO. Well, perhaps uh, Jeroen is listening and uh, making notes. You mm -hmm. never know. And I also would like to know a bit more about you uh, personally. We heard some more things about your career and the steps you made, but uh, yeah, is there something our colleagues or our new colleagues don't know about Marco yet that uh, you would like to share? 
Well, that's also a broad question. Um, well, I think not so many people know because also starting with the corona, we really need to find hobbies, I think, to to, to stay safe uh, of mind, uh, I would say. Uh, so I just bought a motorbike. Um, that was a, a hobby that I always had in Italy. Uh, so in Italy, I always use a motorbike, but coming to the Netherlands that I always consider rainy, yeah. uh, I was not really interested in uh, riding a motorbike over here. Uh, but then the more I live here and I see that also like, yeah, summer, the spring, not exactly. <laughs> no, indeed. But I was like, okay, I still missed to drive a motorbike. Yeah. Uh, so then I decided to, to buy, to, uh, sorry, to buy a motorbike. Um, so now I'm uh, just uh, going out for trips. Uh, I was, uh, I think, last week uh, to to check some tulip fields. Uh, that the season when the uh, tulips grows here in the Netherlands when they yeah. bloom. Uh, that one was very interesting. It was very nice. Uh, also, the Netherlands is full of uh, forests and and dunes, uh, and uh, and I always like to to walk over there. But you need to reach them. So reach them through the secondary route uh, of the Netherlands through a bike, uh, yeah. a motorbike. I think it's uh, very nice. Uh, indeed, of course, the landscape is uh, pretty flat uh, <laughs> compared to Italy indeed uh, but at the same time the, you, you still have some places nearby like Germany is very close already with some hills and some mountains or, or you know maybe just like the, the, the Belgium area or the Ardennes uh, the Champagne area also of France it's quite close uh, so who knows? This is for I didn't know that as trips. well. No. Yeah. So can we also expect you in your motor suit at uh, at the office uh, anytime soon, or not planning to? Uh... Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Then you can uh, have tours with Daniel. I'm not sure if you know, but he's also. Uh... I was actually in a meeting with him a couple of weeks ago, and that's the first time. It was the first time I met him, uh, Daniel, in uh, in a meeting, and uh, he shared his uh, love for uh, motorbikes as well. So indeed. So we have a cycling club, I think, a running club already, but also a motorbiking. Uh... Indeed, and I also think that some more people uh, in the Netherlands also use it. I mean, I knew I knew Johan, our colleague Johan, but he moved to South America yeah, now, that's so. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, the final question I am uh, really interested about is, uh, in Dutch we would say werkgeluk. I'm talking about happiness and work. What does that mean for you and how do you create that? Oh, another interesting question and not so easy as well. Um, happiness at work. Well, I think uh, happiness at work always uh, uh, is a balance let's say, of different factors. Uh, for me, is really a balance of uh, freedom, uh, responsibility, uh, and uh, uh, my own time. So I really like to, when I'm off, I'm really off. Uh, I don't want to uh, see anything related to work because uh, uh, indeed I just want to, to relax, to attach. But at the same time, when I'm working, uh, I'm, I'm just really focused. I know that no one is checking on me, but at the same time, I need to deliver. And uh, and that's giving me motivation. Uh, it really give me motivation. I think that uh, if I would have a manager that every day checks up on me, uh, I would definitely feel less motivated than when I am right now. Um, but, but I think in Freeze, uh, we, we do that pretty good. Uh, we really rely on uh, what people can bring to the table and, and therefore we trust them. Um, so I think that's for me is really like a balance indeed of the freedom, uh, still responsibility, uh, and of course, sometimes the pressure as well. I'm, I'm someone who really perform under pressure. Yeah. So if I have to be quite relaxed, uh, then maybe I would not perform that well. But if I have some pressure, if I have a deadline, uh, then you can make sure that I'm going to hit it. Yeah. So Keko, you heard that, huh? <laughs> that <laughs> I think I could know. <laughs> <laughs> 
And is there something that could be improved in Fritz when it comes to your uh, your work happiness? You mentioned now a couple of points, but are they in balance at the moment? At the moment, I think they are imbalanced. What uh, I think Fritz could improve, like probably many fast-growing companies, is a little bit the structure. Uh, so I think at the moment uh, we are a bit struggling uh, with uh, with internal structure, how to communicate with other departments, how to transfer knowledge. Uh, uh, because indeed, after being here six years, uh, I yeah. saw Fritz so how it was before, and it was really just uh, talking at the coffee machine and exchanging uh, ideas at the coffee machine, and that one they were translating in actual work. Uh, but now with more than 150 employees also working from uh, everywhere in the world from South America to North America uh, everywhere in Europe as well um, it's 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 a little bit difficult to just meet at the coffee machine yeah so indeed uh, so so I think like uh, that's a little bit what can sometimes make me unhappy so the fact that uh, uh, we are still gr- I mean we improved a lot but there are still many things to do on that side yeah. and I think that's uh, probably what would uh, balance me a little bit more uh, let's say yeah more context with colleagues yes indeed more more um, indeed more more um, some yeah some more uh, exchange some more uh, yeah, yeah indeed great notice HR is going to work on that so uh, if you have ideas, feel free to share. But uh, yeah, I hear that a lot. So uh, yeah, we really miss our moments at uh, the coffee machine and during lunch. So uh, that's indeed is very. That's why we're here today, live <laughs> in the office. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Marco, we've come to an end. It was uh, well, a pleasure talking to you, and even I got to know you a bit better. I mean, we know each other for a bit more than two years, but I still hear some things I didn't know. So. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, it was great to be here. And indeed, like, uh, I hope that I could contribute uh, to maybe someone else also trying to empower themselves and uh, do what they want. So, uh, mille grazie, la prossima volta. <laughs> Prego, Kirsten, <laughs> that was very good. I was actually uh, tapping into all your Italian conversations at the coffee machine, <laughs> pretending I didn't speak Italian. I see, I see. <laughs> No, so listeners, we hope you uh, enjoyed the first Career Talks podcast. Uh, We already have our uh, uh, next podcast scheduled. So we thought it would be a fun idea to let you guess. So who is our next uh, guest? There's one hint. Um, Probably some of you know. uh, She started uh, as an intern, although she was really experienced when she applied at Frizz. So do you think you know the answer? Then uh, please send me the answer by my email as soon as possible, because the first correct answer will receive a surprise gift from HR. Okay, cool. I think I have some couple of ideas, so I need to filter them out. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed the first podcast of Frisk Career Talks. We hope you have a wonderful day and get you the next time.